have your fear, which might become reality. And you have Godzilla, which is reality. I'm sick of Godzilla. Thank you for coming back. Um, listen, we're going to do toys. We got, we both got pickups. We got a little bit of slides. But tonight, me and Jay watched a movie. We are going to be talking about the whale god tonight. Heck yeah. But yes. Jay, first, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Got some toys. I'm excited. This is a good, this is a good little pickup. We're, we're a week behind, first of all. Yeah. We were... I don't I don't even remember. Oh, what we we went to uh we were like getting ready it was like the day before and we were like, what are we recording about tomorrow? And we were just like, you know what? Your whale god had gotten here. Mm-hmm. Mine got, you know, I don't, he didn't get lost, but he was taking the long route, you know. And uh your whale god was late. My whale god didn't show up until yesterday. <laughs> we were like, oh, we'll we'll we're like, we'll just skip a week and we'll do whale god next week. So Got some pickups. Got a whale god. Watched it today. Yeah, Took the day off too. work. Me too. Hung out. It was great. Um, I don't know if the movie was great, but it was a great experience. Well, you know, um, I also before we get uh, too far in the show, I want to say thank you, thank you for joining. Um, on January first, we had mm-hmm. the Kaiju Go reveal live stream on yeah. this channel, and thank you for joining. A preemptive thank you for coming to the Kaiju Go event in August. <sighs> Because um, you will be introing Godzilla versus Violante, but that was really cool to have you and Chaz and Ryan mm-hmm. Wilhelm and myself. That was really um, super fun. I really enjoyed it. That was kind of like a, you know, a, a de facto YHS on Monster Island episode. So yeah, um, there we're you go. That party. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, you know, thanks for having me, and 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 thanks for asking me to intro a movie like that's gonna be fun um i'm excited i'm already kind of nervous about what i'm i was like god how long does this need to be do i need to write something i don't know what to do um i'm looking i'm looking forward to it i'm really you excited just walk out and go out. like hey i'm jacob uh godzilla versus violante talk to you later <laughs> it's be <done>. peace <laughs> if you don't like this movie fuck you roll it just something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that <laughs> I think that would be amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what we'll do. We still, have, hey, we still haven't decided if it's going on first or second. My gut is that it's going to go on second. Yeah. Um. So just uh, just copy whatever the guy that's introing. Uh, I'll say the exact is. same. I'll write it down and say the exact <laughs> same thing, but change it. Just change the title like Mad Libs. Um, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. Well, sure. Anything? Is there anything else you want to say about Kaiju Go? That's coming up. Yeah. I don't know if you want to. I mean, anybody who's who's watching this. Hopefully you saw the the last episode with all the yeah. details. If you haven't, just go watch that. It's got all the details. But Kaiju Go is, uh, you know, we're good to go. There's we got a date, we got movies. Uh, there's guests coming. Did we, mm-hmm. we announce some of the guests? The, we did. the guests are announced, um, and tickets are on sale. Yeah, tickets are on sale at kaijugo.com. It's August seventeenth in Dallas at the Texas Theater. The Texas Theater is like honestly like, I I joke but like truth truthfully like. 
Godzilla's the draw. He's the star, but the number yeah. two thing actually might be the Texas theater. It's that cool. It's uh, a lot of historical significance there um, between, you know, it was fi uh, financed by Howard Hughes. It's where Lee Harvey Oswald was apprehended. It's a beautiful theater and like truly one of like the, the really cool like art houses in America. In fact, Criterion, then they did their Art House America series. Texas theater was one of the ones featured. So it's that video is on YouTube and they oh, talk wow. about, yeah, they talk about it and, um, and kind of their, their mission and their goal, what their history. And it's really cool. And I think we'll fit right in to kind of the vibe there. It's in a really cool area. So, uh, so hopefully everybody can come down and check out Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, 1974 Godzilla versus Biolante. You know, it's mm -hmm. rare to see that in the theater. And then the special guests that we announced were Mark Nagata and Max Nagata of Max toy company, which, yep. you know, Mark is, has it, art and gallery and galleries yeah. all across the uh, the world. And, um, and of course, Max Toyko is, is just rocking and rolling with both the Toho and Subaraya licenses. And, uh, and then the other cool thing, which we'll, we'll talk about more on the Kaiju Go Facebook page and Instagram and stuff. But uh, we're also going to have a really cool VIP only special screening of something that Subaraya is releasing releasing uh, in relation to Ultraman 66. It'll be feature length, um, but using stuff from uh, from Ultraman 66. We're really excited about that yeah. as well. And that's only for our VIP ticket holders. And you, know, and, and you brought it up on the live stream and I'm glad you did. It's like, how often do you have an opportunity to see Ultraman 66 on a big screen in a movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you're going to want the VIP like, and also the, the price is such a good, whenever you said the price on the thing, I was like, well, that's it. I, was, I feel like that's a, that's a, and you know, and Chaz said like, it's not about, mm -mm. you know, charging people too much money, making make you know, it ain't like you're out here trying to, you just no. want everybody to be able to have fun and be able to come to this thing. And it's, that's what I'm saying. So like, if you're going to go for it, there's, there's just go for the VIP. Yeah. It's, it's only 50 bucks. It. Yeah. It's only 50, 50 bucks, bucks. And there's some other perks and stuff. It's 25 for general admission. And, um, and you're right. We, it's not there for, uh, to make money. Like the goal is to yeah. really, build the community the kaiju community in dallas fort yep. worth um and hopefully it spawns other really cool events that you know we can go to uh but also to promote a lot of these indie artists uh specifically toy artists and uh, vinyl toy artists that play in the kaiju world right and so yeah. that's going to be part of the vendor gallery as well they're always a big part and we have other artists and other um uh vendors that you can get your marasons and your metacoms and your marmots and m1s and stuff as well but um but yeah it's it's really cool I, I think you're gonna like it you know it um last year was so fun i like the whole time we were there i was talking to ryan wilhelm like man i wish jake was here yeah um, I think you'll really you'll really dig it and uh, i'm excited that you're gonna be able to to come down and hopefully you know hopefully we deliver a similar event to last year because like i said it was so fun yeah, dude, I'm excited. And, and I know it's going to be fun. And also, Jay, uh, this will be my first time in Texas. Uh, oh, I've, wow. I've flown. I've been to the airport. Yeah. Or yeah. or a, I don't know how many airports are. I've been to a airport in Texas. Yes. But I've never, I've never been in Texas. So nice. I, I'm excited for that. And I'm also, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reading Under the Dome right now by Stephen King. It's a okay. big book. It's like his third biggest book. Trying to knock it out. So I can read um, the uh, 11, what is it? 1160. The one that's about uh, Oswald. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I don't know which one it is, but yes. Have you, have you heard of that book? He's got a I'm book. Not, that's like, no. He's no, got I'm a not, book. 
I'm not a big historian on like the JFK stuff, so I, I'm, well, I'm probably not the right person to ask. Well, Stephen King has a book about it, and mm-hmm. it's in in a the the basic plot, and this has nothing to do with Kaiju, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, he's got a book. The basic plot is this man, uh, finds like a time rift or something, mm-hmm. and it puts him close to when JFK is assassinated, and he realizes he needs to the only right thing to do is to try to prevent the assassination. So he like gets to know Lee Harvey Oswald and tries Mm -hmm. to, and you know, it's a Stephen King book. So other shit goes down or whatever, but I've never read it. Yeah. And I've been wanting to read it. And whenever you said this was the theater, I was like, Oh my God, I have to read it before we go. So I can bring my copy and take a picture of the, of my book in front of the theater. And right, not far from the theater, obviously. I mean, it's the you have the sixth floor museum, which is a great museum. Um, yeah, you know, you still, I mean, like in the book depository and stuff, and um, and uh, it's the grassy knoll. It's, I mean, that's all yeah. right there well, in uh, in downtown. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a history person either, and I don't and I don't and I don't know any more than the average person about JFK or any of that shit. But I'm a Stephen King fan, and if yeah. Stephen King writes about it, I'm probably going to learn something about it. So I love it. Um, so yeah, that's a, just a little thing uh, cool. that I'm I'm also looking forward to. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. Buy your tickets and, and yeah. read Stephen King. So yeah, and read um, Stephen King, and then talk about it in our wonderful new-ish Facebook group, the Monster Island Visitor Center. Yeah. Um, just go in there and search for YHS and Monster Island or the Monster Island Visitor Center. Come and chat with us. Tell us about Stephen King. Tell yeah. us what you're looking forward to at Kaiju Go. Tell mm-hmm. us what you thought of the Well God. Hopefully you've seen it uh, and all the other stuff that we talked about. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, one more little bit of housekeeping before we get into things. Yep. I just want to let everybody know that we're going to be very soon here. You've already been doing some of the work. You've been getting a little bit of a leg up on it, but we got the Jeffries coming. Oh, yes. The th- Is it the third or the fourth this year? Is this the third? Uh, it's the fourth. It's the fourth. Okay. The fourth, the fourth annual. Have- yeah. yeah, you're right. The fourth annual Jeffries are happening um in february middle of february and uh you know uh it is mainly for mainstream toys hasbro star wars we try to hit everything yeah but as you know if you've been a longtime listener we do have a little monster island segment and we try to do uh we give out a jeffrey for you know the best kaiju toy line of the year best figure uh or we i think we might mess around with the we might add a category i don't know we i think we got two but we might add one this year and do three yeah. but um but yeah so just to let everybody know we're going to be getting on a uh, toys of the year pretty soon here so if you have any ideas feel free to shoot them uh shoot them over sure to any I, suggestions uh... yeah Cause uh, you know, we can, we, we have a, a trusted panel behind the scenes panel that yes. we, that we consult and we feel yep. like we have a pretty good, you know, and also we feel we have a pretty good idea on what, um, you know, what probably fits really well in that category. I think, I think the, the two years, this is, this will be the third year that we do the a Kaiju. Right. Yeah. Um, the first year we didn't. Um, and I felt like, you know, I don't think anybody was like, Oh my gosh, how did that win? Yeah, Kaiju Toy of the Year. How did that win Kaiju Toy Line of the Year? I think I've been like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Last year was um the Godzilla versus Ebra X Plus. Oh yeah, one, one oh, yeah. Uh, toy on the of the year. Yeah, and then the Metacom uh, Unraku and Saku line won Toy Line of the Year. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's it it fortunately for Safubi and for Kaiju Toys. 
every year there's so many yeah there's so many toys coming out that when we get to this time where we have to pick one it's it's hard because there's so many but then on the other hand it's like well it doesn't we have 20 different figures we could pick for figure of the year and mm-hmm. any of those would be oh like, yeah yeah that's it you know there's, there's there's just so much good out there so yeah yeah have, coming soon yeah coming soon you know the other thing that makes it really hard is like we have our own personal like types of collectibles but we also like understand like some collectibles that we might not dabble in made a big impact you know like and yeah. i'm not mentioning specifically but like you know if there's a bandai movie monster series we we don't collect it but there are that's a big representation of the community that does right and if if the one that totally dominated that or x plus or in you know the fubi realm or, or whatever like that's like it's cool to kind of put them all together and be like hey what's going to win you know this Morrison 450 whatever versus this, you know, independently funded whatever versus a Bandai versus, you know, whatever. It's it's a cool, it's a cool discussion. Uh, and it's really yeah. ni- nice to see kind of everything wrapped up in like the top six or eight type toys and toy lines that really crushed it this year. So um, always a fun time. Yeah, it's going to be good. So uh, that's coming soon. Um, yeah. Other than that, I guess we can, uh, you want to do some pickups first? Yeah, let's do some pickups. Um, some pickups. You me go first. I'll go first. Sure. Yeah. I, um, oh, and also before anybody asks, yes, we're watching Monarch Legacy of Monsters. We'll probably talk about it after the conclusion of it. Um, yeah, next so episode, probably. I know normally yeah. we would be like, hey, what'd you watch? But like, we're, we're there, man. We're there. Yeah, we're, we're watching. <laughs> um, a lot of Godzilla right now. A lot of Godzilla. Godzilla. There's, there's a lot. Um, so these things, okay, I'm really excited to show off the first things. Um, these are really cool. So, when I was at G Fest last year, uh, Last Bastion Studios was there, and that they're you know Ragnar, and they uh, they partner with Octil for Kaiju Cream, and they they do a lot of other um, not really Kaiju related type toys and stuff. They're a great company. Chris and Wes and team do an awesome job. Well, that last year they had just announced, or they were announcing at G Fest, I can't remember. Uh, their Kickstarter, which was an officially Subaraya license, so it was like official with them, a Kickstarter to create these uh, this trio of little uh, kind of chibi-style Ultraman and two kaiju, and it was uh, um, uh, Gomera and Gabora, and uh, it got funded uh, pretty quickly, and after, and that was like last July, and this last week, the finished products came in. So I was super okay. excited. So um, so first off, congrats to Last Bastion. They've done a lot of really cool stuff, but I'll do these one at a time. First off, here's the little chibi Ultraman. Look at this guy. Oh, yeah. He looks so cool. Love um, that. But I love it. These are fun little little things. Um, here's uh, Gabor. I thought this one might be my favorite of the lot. Look at this guy. Oh, he's chunky. Oh, yeah. Good one. Look yeah. at that. Love that. And then from... Our favorite two-parter from the original series, Gomara, Gomara. Um, I love him. He's great. Um, these are these are just really well done. Um, yeah, honestly, like they they're really well done. They're fun. Um, they go like my a little Ultraman sixty six Detolf cube, and these look really <laughs> cool with a lot of like the uh, other kind of little whether it's Max toys or US toys, kind of that four inch and smaller type little. Right. Ultraman stuff. There just seems to be a lot of it that I just really like. Yeah. Um, but uh, but kudos to Last Bastion uh, and getting these guys and officially licensed and everything. So uh, really, uh, really cool stuff. Yeah, those are good. Good toys. Um, one of them I'm going to wait till you op- till you talk about it because I know we got one pickup that's the same. Um, oh, do we? Yeah, I think so. From uh, our good buddies over at Super 7. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Um, yeah, no worries. I got it. And you know what? It is right here. But yeah, yeah. It okay. was meant to be. Um, so what are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like I got that thing a month ago. <laughs> I know, right? Um, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, you got yours way before me. Um, so the next two are kind of cool because both of them, had I not bought them before we did our top 10 wish list, one would have actually been probably my top two or three. It was this is like this is one of one of my top pickups of the whole year. Okay. Uh, and um and it just came in right after right after um we did that holiday wish list episode. The other one is definitely would have been on the fringe. Maybe it was a top 10, maybe it would have been honorable mention, but it's one I've been looking for for a while. So um this is one I used to have on my site for a long time and I kept on selling them. And I sold a lot of them and I was like, I'm going to get the next one. I'm just going to keep it. And then like, you couldn't find them for anything under like $500. Right. Um, but I got them for well under that. And I'll okay. tell you a story about that too. But so from on Raku and Saku Medicom, um, the Godzilla 95, which is not super uncommon, but this colorway is great because it has um, the translucent with the gold glitter. So it's black mm. with a translucent uh, gold glitter. On yeah, see that there. Um, I absolutely love this guy. He was one of my favorite on Rakuzi. This is one of the ones that like really started getting me to. to I was really about like to it. say you have turned around on it. I have. Yeah, I have. I have. You know, like I said, I still don't love the the fifty four and the puppet and some of the other ones. Um, but the seventy three, mm. this guy have really, really were the ones that are like for Godzilla specifically. Yeah, I've been like. Well, I think their Gamera stuff has always been really great. So yeah. this is stuff, and, and some of his non, like his Unraku original stuff is great. But this one um, was really one of, it's probably the least Unraku looking, um, but sure. the, the colorway is really, really awesome. This is a great piece. I absolutely love it. But I almost want to sell him, you know, for like $1. You know why? So <laughs> here's the thing. So I'm looking at this, and... Um, you know, like I, I, like everybody else, I'm searching sites and, you know, and I probably once every couple of weeks I'll get on eBay. And most of the time it's not for Kaiju stuff because it's not really a place you yeah. find deals and good stuff. Or right. whatever. But I saw this on there and it was on there uh, and I, and I'm, I don't like to tell prices, but for the sake of the story, I'm going to have to give you at least ballparks. Right. So okay. he was on there for about, I think $280, $285 and it had to make offer make an offer. And so I made an offer. I thought I made a very fair offer at $250. So $35. Oh yeah. That's, I, that's I wasn't nothing. going to need it $100, $250. It was accepted. Uh, I think $10 shipping. Bam. This thing came, came over to me. Right. So I'm opening it up. I'm really excited. Open it up. And there's a handwritten note in there. And this handwritten note says, when I got the offer, if I knew it was you, I would have hit decline because I know I'm probably going to see this thing on your site for way more than I sold it for. Thanks a lot. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I, I, I looked up who it was. I didn't know. Right. Like I was yeah. okay, whatever. I didn't recognize the, I mean, I, I don't ever look at the eBay names. Yeah. I'm like, do they have a good rating? Okay, great. Fine. Um, so I looked it up and I'm not going to obviously share the name, but I have, I have sold this guy lots of things. I've done like custom buying for this guy. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and whatever. And, uh, and my thinking is this twofold. First off, if my business model was flipping Kaiju stuff off of eBay, 
Toku Toy Town have lasted about a week. Yeah, that's done. That makes no sense. Um, eBay's always the highest prices. Uh, yeah, and and no, I have people that I get my stuff from, not from the auctions, not from the stuff. Have I have I sold stuff from my personal collection? Yeah, of course. Have I sold stuff that I've got from people's large collections that they've wanted to part with, or I had an opportunity because of networking to buy a large collection, or I found something in an antique store? Of course. That's not my business strategy. Those are really ad hoc. Um, and that I am not flipping stuff from eBay. You know, right. this is not, I'm not going to Target and buying things and flipping from eBay or any of that stuff. This is, this is, like I said, um, the other thing is, if it was so easy for me to sell it for a lot more, why weren't you charging a lot more? Right. I mean. Then why did you sell it so cheap? Yeah, exactly. Why, why am I? <laughs> why um so anyway so annoying. E um, ebay sellers are so annoying I mean, dude handwritten note that he had to go to the trouble to handwrite like thanks a lot dude i would have hit decline and i wasn't you know here's the thing i didn't i didn't like smell blood in the water like oh this guy's having a personal crisis i mean i'm sure he's fine but like i didn't be like a hundred dollars right no so yeah thirty dollars thirty dollars like that's like basically yeah, that's reasonable that's down, reasonable you know? um so anyway I love this guy, but like, if I ever see him for another similar price, I'm going to buy it and just like take a video of me burning this one because it's yeah. like tainted. Well, uh, Jay, I'll tell, well, listen, I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, <laughs> I'll buy it from you okay. for your dollar, okay. your, your dollar offer. Okay. So I love it. <laughs> Making deals. Hey, do, oh. You don't have to say who the person was, but do I know, do I know this person? I don't think so. Um, okay. Yeah, it's not anybody we've ever talked about. It's just, I, I didn't, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Dude, um, call him out. Let's get some drama. No, 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 You know, here's the thing. Now, in, I'll end my tirade, because that's what, that was like really kind of a commentary and dialogue of what I was feeling at the moment, right? Yeah. Um, Having taken a step back, look, maybe, maybe he's had a rough time. Maybe he had a bad day. Um, he didn't, he didn't hurt anybody. Um, he didn't do anything like that. So great. Wonderful. I hope everything's better. And I hope he gets all of his collectibles that he wants back that, you know, if he has to sell them or whatever, like what great. But at the, in the moment I was pretty heated. I was like, Oh yeah. my gosh, what a dick. Well, like, it, why, why are you such a dick? Um, but I did send it. I sent, I sent the image. I took a picture of the the note and I sent it back to it, to his, one of his social things. Cause I obviously I know the guy yeah. and I just put, cool and that's all left i didn't say anything else <laughs> clearly but, that's a miserable part like people yeah. don't do that if they're not miserable so hey but have fun with that i know right but is. from that from that to the opposite end where okay. uh, a, a friend of mine that i met through doing all this wacky stuff actually back way back through pop shop live but has become a really good friend we've hung out um at g fest every year at kaiju go last year um, and I mentioned him on the podcast a ton is, as Michael Lynch at sweaty vinyl on Instagram. Mm -hmm. One of the best collectors out there, um, knows so much not about just like Godzilla and Kaiju toys, but also like designer vinyl and indie Safubi and all that good stuff. Well, he and his, uh, wonderful better half Ash were at designer con and they were like, Hey man, I know this is one of the, the greatest toys ever made. It's amazing. Um, and, and he was looking for one as well. He goes, but, but ashes with me so we're gonna put our name in twice for the lottery and i don't know how many they had um yeah. i know the first run was 25 and so this one maybe is another Ooh. 25 right yeah and they were doing an auction through creature bazaar at designer con weekend um and so 
Michael put his name in, Ash put her name in, and they both won. And so <laughs> that means Jay wins, right? So, Jay got um, so I shouldn't even think Michael. Ash, you're way cooler than Michael anyway. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I owe you guys. But I was able to get something that came out in February that I, I just was like, I'm never going to own this. Like, it's just so hard to get. Um, and I hadn't seen a lot of people with them um, that I knew, a, a couple. But from Kingu Toys, this thing, I, the fact that this exists just makes me happy, first off. And me having it makes me, like, beyond happy. This would have easily been in my top three. Um, Pachi Kingu from Kingu Toys. There he is. The oh, mashup of man. every great vintage Safubi toy. It's Godzilla. It's Kong. It's Ghidorah. It's Rodan. It's Damajin. It's Gamera. It's Red King. It's Bolton. It's everybody on here. Um, and this thing is just absolutely stunning. It's Ghidorah, Bullmark, Ghidorah, Bullmark, Godzilla. I mean, this giant gorilla, Damajin helmet, uh, the Bolton uh, hands on the Red King arms. I mean, this is just, it's the coolest thing. Yeah. Uh, in the world now you know it, it went up in price already um like doubled what it originally launched and it was whatever but it's uh it's worth every penny and then some this is uh one of my favorite toys i've ever owned and probably will ever own um and i'm so glad that that i got it. and it's just beautifully made i mean when you hold it it feels like it feels vintage like there's just something about it like it's right it's modeled off of those but um it's just it's insane it is insane that this exists um, but it also is amazing that it exists. So give me some insanity. Yeah, that's cool, man. Glad you got that. Been seeing seeing uh, uh, that go around. I've seen a few people yeah. able to pick it up. So yeah. I mean, uh, the best part is like there's even like like little one of the yokai's that has a lot of the eyes um, is in the tail. Oh, in the tail. Yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna pretend <laughs> this is actually Max Toy eyes on. I'm gonna say that because uh, Max needs some uh, Max Toy needs some love there on this on the project. And so you know, I love. I don't know. I just love it. But um, yeah, they do some good. So I think the first one went through Astro Zombies in Japan, and this one went through Creature Bazaar here in, in uh, the U.S. So yeah, really, really pumped. Stuff, I mean, I, I just I was still. It was one of those I, I, the day after I, I just went in there to look at it and be like, I can't believe I got it. I can't yeah. believe I got it. It's on the yeah. shelf. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So is that it? what else you got? Well, I got the one thing that we both have. So well, I can here, uh, we'll, we'll do, we'll do that one. Let's we'll go ahead and do it. Their transition piece. Sure. I have yet to open mine. <laughs> oh, and I have opened mine. I opened mine immediately. You get, you get in package and out of package. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the Super 7. Uh, I don't know exactly what they called this. Super Cyborg. Super Mecha Cyborg. Godzilla. Yeah. Super Cyborg. Um, the they have a whole, action. yeah, they have a whole line of these, but the Mecha Godzilla, I've been seeing this, you know, I saw it at Toy Fair, um, uh, Comic Con. I was able to see it up close and, yeah. I was just super into this. I, I think yeah. I like this better than any other Godzilla piece they've they've come out with. I think this yeah. is kind of unique and it's fun that you can pull the uh you know the chest plate off and, and the legs come off and, and you can see this stuff underneath. I, I think this is a pretty cool toy. Jay, what do you think? You know, I haven't opened it yet, but yes, I was the same way. I was um I absolutely thought it was cool and, and I, I have like the Marison 450. Mecha Godzilla 2 that has like the you can see like the innards and stuff. Right. Um, this one obviously it's less Safubi, obviously more kind of that sure, you know, more toy uh than than vinyl toy. But it's um it looks really cool. I'm excited to to display it and put it out there. And um, but yeah, and I also I love the I love the box art. I don't know, there's just something about it. It's yeah. definitely has that 70 Shogun's Warrior type uh 
type vibe. And yep. I hope they do more cool stuff like this. I, I, I did not move forward with like uh, the ultimates line. I know the react people, the reactions, it's kind of like, they're always going to be, be there, but um, the ultimate stuff has not really like landed for me. Now I, I've yeah. heard uh, the melting Godzilla is awesome, um, but mm -hmm. I haven't seen it in person, but so I think like, this is more the type of stuff I think I'm probably going to be more attracted to from super seven um, based on what I've seen so far. Cause this, yeah, I, I agree with that. And I, I think, um, I think it'd be cool if they did the other Mecha Godzilla's like this, they just did a line Ooh. of, of all the Mecha Godzilla's that we've, that have existed. I buy those also 125 bucks. I feel like it's pretty good. Um, yeah, you know that's that's a good price for something that's you know this is a this is a good size figure. I, I I think that's pretty good. This came in, I think I opened this like right before Christmas, and I was really happy to have it. So, and still available. You can go yeah, on seven dot com and uh, and go get it right now. And um, it's uh and you know they they have their payment plans and all that good stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was kind of you know this is one that I wonder if they hyped it for so long and it came out um when a lot of other things came out that. Because I, I was just shocked that it's still available. Well, you know, I originally was going to buy it off of Big Bad Toy Store because mm -hmm. that's where I buy stuff like that and pre-orders and stuff. And it was sold out on Big Bad Toy Store. So I was like, oh, I missed it. And then I just like was like, let me go check the actual Super 7 website. Yep. And they had them on there. So I'm, I don't know why Big Bad Toy Store was showing sold out if they're still out there. But but yeah, I don't know. They, they also... Um, you know, not a kaiju, but they have a creature from the Black Lagoon in the same mm -hmm. line where you can take all the stuff off and see it's like guts and it's skeleton. It is one of the coolest toys I've ever seen. And uh, I will be picking that up. I love it, man. No, I, I yeah. was excited. I, I think uh, I think they could be some do some really cool stuff. And I, I agree with you. They should do the other Mechagodzillas. I mean, I would love a Mechagodzilla yeah. 93 because he could, never gets any love. It's either yeah. like. 7475 or Kiryu. Like, no, let's right. get some super mecha Godzilla in there and have him like or our Mogara. You need a Mogara, don't you? <laughs> no. I will not buy the Mogara. Please don't make that. <laughs> Kyle, Super 7, I know you're listening. Don't make that. No one's gonna buy but it. But a mechanic Kong, yes. Oh, sign me the fuck up for <laughs> any mechanical. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so Jay, that's all that's that's it for you. It's what you that's got. That's it for cool. me, man. Um See, so yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple things, uh, but the the first thing I got here, I want to show off. Kind of a little thing, but Jess got me another one of these. Oh, nice! <laughs> and this How many one, is that for you now, dude? I don't know, seven or eight. That's but awesome. this one, this one has like glitter moons and stars on. It. I see those. That yeah. is cool. Glitter it's moons cool. needs to be a new, new, new like like gimmick that Safubi yeah. companies use. Yes. Yeah. 100% glitter. Yes. Yeah. So got that really cool. Thank you, Jess. Um, then I also got something. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show and Jay, I didn't tell you about this. So this one's a little bit of a surprise Ooh, nice. for you. Not a toy though. I got this uh, King Kong. Have you seen, have, have we talked about this on here or I don't know if I, we did. I think just uh, the only thing we talked about the Kong book, like the deluxe edition thing. That yeah. Came out. We didn't talk about this. One. Which yeah. the deluxe edition is that thing's Warner long Bucks. sold out and yeah. inexpensive, but, but yeah, got this, which basically has its own other book in the front. That's, you know, behind the scenes, there's yeah. photos in here. There's all kinds of stuff about, um, you know, the making of the movie. And then, you know, like this is all still, mm -hmm 
stuff and then you got the screenplay there's a bunch of like original artwork in here that's amazing. all kinds of cool stuff and then uh you also have the hardcover here got some uh bob eagleton huh? work yeah that and right the sleeve the, yeah the and the sleeve yes was, the, but I, I i thought it was cool that it's different artwork you know i know yeah the, so. his i think um Bob's Godzilla stuff is is amazing, second to none. But I think there's something about his. I love his Kong stuff. Yeah, I think like when he paints in that like you know that kind of uh, you know Mesozoic feel, right? Like when you like like when anything yeah. that's, anything that's like done in kind of like dinosaurian uh, times mm -hmm. and vibes, like it just. I think that he just even more than some of his fantasy stuff in his sci-fi. So I just feel like that's like such a sweet spot for him, and it's yeah. always really, really, really good. Um, but that's awesome, dude. That's really cool. Yeah, and this is available. You can get this on Amazon. So oh, that's amazing. Uh, pick it up. Um, I'm gonna have to do that. Cool. Um, so the next the next thing hundred percent would have been on my top ten list yeah. if I didn't find it right before I made that top ten list. Like it right is, before, like the day before. <laughs> it is something I had been looking yeah, day before. I mean, something I have been looking for for a, over a year. Uh, saved searches on eBay. Never seen these for sale. I knew they existed, but have never seen them for sale before. Have only seen one other collector have that. I'm not saying that only one other person's got them. I'm just saying I've only seen them in somebody else's one other person's collection. Um, I'd never seen know, them ever before. I didn't know these you, things existed until you showed me. Really, I, I figured you would have known about nope. these. And Never I mean, I got four out of like, there's probably 20 of these things. There's yeah. other, there are other kaiju more than just the four I have. They also come in multiple colors. So there's more of these out there. Um, But uh, I got, you know, you guys know I've been into Godzilla land for mm -hmm. my entire life. But I got some of the Keshis, which are some of the only, which are some <laughs> of the only figures they made. And Ebra. Yep. Little weird Godzilla land Ebra. <laughs> that is amazing. And it's like a lobster eraser. I love it. We, get, we got one of your favorites. Oh, look at Angie there. Look, look at him. Angus. Look at that guy. Oh my god. Look how cute these are, dude. I know. And then I love this one. Look at this pose. <laughs> yes. Like he's dancing. Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, these are so cool. And they're like undeniably Godzilla Land figures. Oh, yeah, for you know, sure. They are. Um, and then the last one that I got, of course. There he is. There he is. A Godzilla. I love the style. He's got like a little tooth sticking out of the side of his mouth. I like this pose of him like. I don't know if he's running or if he's just doing like a pose, but it's such a good. Or he has a dance partner and he's like twirling them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I love these. I love these. I've been wanting these for so long. And there are some like hard plastic figures um, that are pretty similar to these. I think a little bigger, but um, there's just not a ton for Godzilla land. And yeah. uh, I, I know that there's also, uh, you know, a Mothra, there's a, there's a Gigan. Um, I think there's a Hedorah. There's a, there's a couple more of these. That's and, and like I said, you can also get them another, I've seen, I've seen Godzilla in this like green color. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, there's multiples. I want to get them all. They were not cheap. <laughs> the oh, most expensive erasers I've ever bought in my fucking <laughs> life. And then also like, you know, I found them on eBay mm-hmm. and I found these under somebody who spelled Godzilla land wrong. It was Godzilla land spelled out as two different words, which you would think you would find more Godzilla land stuff spelled like that, but you don't. Everybody Mm -hmm. always gets, I guess, because if they have it, they know what it is. They probably know. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I found it. I just happened to find it searching Godzilla land, which usually all you get are magic cards. Um, Craig Goldberg's calling me right now. He knows I'm real. He knows I'm recording. I don't know what he's doing, but he's calling. Um, <laughs> Maybe he's like, "Hey, I found some more Godzilla land race." No, he's just bored. He probably has not. He's probably eating pizza right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so been looking for these. These definitely like these would have been in the top two of yeah. my list for the year if I didn't literally find them the night before. And uh, you know, I found them on eBay. They were pretty expensive on eBay. I sent the link over to you you were able to find the exact same seller on another site, much cheaper, much cheaper, but still expensive for fucking racers. But I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, no worries. But yeah, so I got one more thing I wanted to show. Um, This one I think is funny. This is also, this was a Christmas present from Jess. Jess is um, rocking and rolling this episode. Dude, what's so funny is like, okay, this was in my house. Mm Mm-hmm the night we did our top 10 list, it was wrapped up in a box. You know, she, she sent me some Christmas stuff and it was just waiting, you know, it was waiting until like my stuff got to her. And, uh, so the night we recorded our episode, I'm doing my top 10 list. And then the next morning or or the next day when I opened this and I was like, Hey, this was on my, she hadn't even heard the episode. She didn't even know this was on my top 10 list. <laughs> oh, Hey, um, that, that is, that's pretty awesome. Jess deserves a lot of kudos for that. Yeah, and I, th- uh, I think this was number three on my yeah, list. It was, really high. It was yeah. high. I think it was number three. It's also the colorway that I wanted. I got reptilicus. I wonder, like, we need to ring a bell or something. We have officially our first top 10 wish list off the board mm-hmm. from uh, in 2024. Immediately. I didn't have to do any work. It was already in my house. I love this. <laughs> it's perfect. It's oh, this, is such so a, cool. this is such a great toy. Um, yeah. So thank you, Jess. And, I, and I the one thing this. about that one, have you seen that in person before? No, I didn't even. I When I opened it, yeah. it was weird because... Uh, she she told me to open this one last and I could tell it was kind of weird shaped. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? And as soon as I opened it, I saw like this much of it and I was like, what the fuck? It's bigger than I thought. That's this is a bigger, asking. this yeah. is a much bigger figure yeah. than I thought it was. Yeah. So it has, it has some bulk to it. That's what I always it does. I always yeah. feel like um, the images and stuff, it always comes across. Uh, it looks tiny. Like, like the M1, like the M1 uh, Manda, which we'll talk about in a second when we talk about news yeah. and stuff. But, um, it it is it is thin and but this yeah. is like it is a, a it has some chunk to it it's, it's really good cool size yeah mm-hmm. love it so yeah we mark mark went off the list so. uh congrats to you but also congrats that you found somebody that uh that is great at picking presents yeah uh, and, and and apparently knows you pretty well Most, or yeah. all you do is talk about m1 reptilicus which is i just show her a lot of toys I, i'm like hey look at this look at this look at this toy 
I've been trying to get her to watch Reptilicus since we oh. opened that and we have. Oh man! It yet, so. Hey, it, it like, is I bought you the toy. Calm yeah. down. I know it is. It is my favorite Danish, um, uh, Danish kaiju movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, man. That's my pickup. So uh, I love it, dude. Does I mean that's some good that's stuff. pretty awesome. Yeah, some when good you, stuff. Uh, Whew. Yeah, so uh, Jay, what are we doing? You, you got some toys? You got some slides? I have, I have a few, I have a few uh, toy news things. I mean, the big one was uh, right when we started the new year, we had Superfest 87. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's a lot of stuff at Superfest 87. We're going to tackle just a few that I thought were kind of cool and kind of fit with what, what we like and we like to talk sure. about. Um, so first off, I think U.S. Toys does just great stuff all the time. We talk about U.S. Toys. We love it um and and this is wrong i already oops sorry let me go back there i i grabbed the wrong one this is the building box series this is not the shampoo bottle series guys these are the cheaper ones i apologize for the uh keeping that on there but um i was scrambling and making this but the uh the building box series there's some new baltons that icarus next to there and um and the and the dally from ultra seven on the all fours that's the first one i've seen them do of that look awesome um but you know all of these guys the metron the duraco the the Canagon and the alien guts are, are just, they do wonderful stuff. I love the building box series and us toys does not, does not disappoint ever. I usually don't love Safubi. That's like the goth all black colorways yeah. or whatever. Those goth Baltons are amazing. I yeah. would buy this. Who, who's the guy all the way on the right in the top, right in the, uh, the, the green on all fours. Uh, uh, Dolly or Dolly. That's from the Ultra Seven episode where, um, kind of the Fantastic Voyage inspired when he goes inside the uh, inside the body. Oh, well, here's what I'm gonna. Here's what I'll say. I love that thing. Yeah, whatever that is, I love it. I've never yeah. seen it before, yeah. but I love it. Yeah, yeah cool that's stuff. Cool. And I, I love the Alien Guts, the the clear red, black, and blue one there, right, on the, right below it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a great one. So U.S. Toys knocking it out of the park. I was glad to see kind of a new a new wave. Do. Yeah, they always do. Um, so Marazon's been fun. Um, and also, look at this. I should have double-checked. Look at this. I had a typo up there. For you mess up again? Yeah, you know, no worries. Um, so many typos. So um, we know from, I think, probably a couple episodes back that Kamenagasan, the, the president of Marazon, was releasing his book. And and how it read was it was going to be really kind of the backstory for a lot of the Maraman monsters. So that was from the 70s. They uh, they did their own line of, of kaiju uh, and heroes that were not licensed. They were their own original ones under the Maruman brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are two of them, uh, Alien Banka. Uh, and I don't know how to say uh, the other guy's name, but Mogarines. Yeah, something of that nature. But um, I like Banka. Yeah, and he's a, he's an evil slimy uh, bank alien. He's or not like evil. Look at that yeah. face. Um, and uh, the face is like Kurt, very Kermit the Frogish, right? Yeah. So um, they released two of these kind of reprints of the older ones here, which are great. Uh, and then they also follow that up with some some 350 series lucky bags for Godzilla's. They did the classic Marasan, uh, which is you know kind of the J Tel L Tel one. Um, mm-hmm. They did their 54, which I think their 54 is is okay. They did their 62, which I think is okay. But then they did their Miragoji, the 99 2000, which they just released. So this technically, I believe, is the third colorway they've released of this. Uh, second or third so really cool stuff um that they're that marasan did it at um super festival 87 not super facetival as i labeled it up there <laughs> <laughs> hey i i think the uh that 99 godzilla i think that suit works so much better as a safubi than it does in the movie 
I don't. They should just replace it. The actual one used in the films. They should just replace it with the with the Safubi. Yeah, with the toy. Just, yeah. just move the hand, right. hand. Just move him along. It'd yeah. be better. Um, yeah, the whole Millennium series, movie, honestly. <laughs> What'd you say? It's also the two movies that that suits in are two of my. That's what I was saying. I was like all the Millennium series, basically, just fucking. No, no, I like GMK. GMK is great. I don't count when I say Millennium. I don't usually count GMK, even though it is. I mean the movies where he looks like that. But we should do we should do a Millennium rewatch because I agree because like you have really I in my opinion I think you have really bad ones in Orga and uh, or uh, 2000 and Megagiris and and Final Wars is not my favorite. And then you have GMK, but then I actually I do like Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Tokyo SOS. I think they're very fun. Well, I think, I think those movies. I think they are definitely better than the other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just hate Mega Gears. It's mainly <laughs> Mega Gears in two thousand that are really yeah. hard to watch. Oh, no. Um, uh, and then more super festival stuff. Uh, M one came out strong, man. I was surprised when these started popping. Um, but you know, Year of the Dragon here, it's Year of the Dragon. Yeah. Um, they uh they did release a, a pink Manda. Um, nobody likes Manda, but it I'll give, Dude, give them a moment to shine. Hey, hold on. You're right. Nobody likes Manda. I don't like Manda, but I'll tell you what, I like Manda Safubi. And I really, I really I think one of the coolest toys I've seen in a long time is that Manda with the Atragon that you showed off yeah. Yeah. A, a couple weeks back. I, I've seen, I've seen that a few times since, you know, it's like weird. Once you see it the first time you notice it pop up on other people's page. I, I think that is such a good looking figure. I think the Manda Safubi stuff is great. Yeah. And, and Manda and sucks, but this is great. And this is, yeah, they, they do wonderful stuff. And M1 does a great job with that. And I was excited. I mean, like I said, it, it does make sense. You're the dragon. Let's, let's do some of that. Let's do some other cool stuff in one. Um, and then they released this. I thought the really cool Godzilla 55. I, I, I think love that. that uh, yeah. I think it looks wonderful. It looks it's like wonderful. he's got purple. Looks like he's got purple spines. Yeah. And, and the yellow, the metallic green. Like, I yeah. mean, it just, I think this is a really well done sculpt in one. I think has, you know, we always talk about it. I love, I love marmot's colorways i love marison's use of kind of the gimmicks right i love their glitter and translucence and also i think they do that really well but when you put everything together i think m1 is just solid all across the board their yeah. paint apps are awesome impeccable they have really great sculpts um them and marmot both like to do human figures too which is great so they did uh so i just know they do great stuff and this just has m1 written all over it and i, I absolutely love this one i'm gonna try to probably pick this one up um because I don't have a ton of 55 stuff. Yeah. So um, I like I like the way this 55 face looks. Me too. It's one of the better sculpts for 55, I think. Agreed. Agreed. They can get a little snaggle toothy. Yeah. Um, and the other one was, and this one was, and I, I don't know the answer to this one. Um, but so they released this Ultra 7 Ultra Fight Edition, and it's just and it's hard to tell, but the larger picture is like the traditional gray with the, some gold accents. And then they released that all gold one as well. So I don't know which one was the ultra fight edition um, that they released, but there were, these two did show up at super fast. So, you know, we love tricycles. We love the tricks. Mm -hmm. I love ultra seven more than, than any Henshin hero out there. Um, so I love these and I, I really want to grab that gold one. Um, it looks really cool. Yeah, it is nice. So those were the three kind of big ones from um, from Superfest. But I did. There were a couple other things that, that popped out. Two other companies oh. I wanted to um, to highlight. And um, Morrison we talked about, 
and we showed off that Mire Goji that they did. And they have released two other ones. I think they did. They started with a blank that's not on here in November. Um, but on in December, they did this dark glitter, the dark vinyl with the glitter, which looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's already out there. You can get that one. And then in the end of the month, they're doing another lucky bag with this really cool. It's hard to explain. It's very funky. It's this glitter. It has some gold and some blue in there. Um, it looks awesome. I, I have not seen that colorway done on any other kaiju sculpts from them. So I'm really excited about that one. But these two are great and excited that they're going to be pushing this sculpt out probably a lot more in 2024. Yeah, those are cool. I like those a lot. Yeah. But as good as these two glitter things are, I think like the glitter champion of the week Um has to go to our good friend uh, Mark Nagata at Max Toy. Because his eyes on there in the middle from the Captain Max mythology. Um, holy cow. This is, you know, a 10-inch, 9-10-inch uh, eyes on. It's one of their bigger Safubis. It's clear uh, and done in the, the normal eyes on style. But it has tons of glitter. And the close-up there, like, you can really just see these big flecks uh, and specks of, of glitter. looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, it's just, it's so good. Um, But he also, he didn't stop there. He did release a new, uh, also from the Captain Max mythology, the the Drazeron, um, which is a mini, the little purple and and blue uh, translucent. That one does come in, they have that character, that monster, that kaiju in the larger variety, but this is one of the small minis. Um, And then the other thing, which was, I kind of love that they did this was, they did the Chief of Ultra 7. So from the episode where you get to see Ultra 7's boss, um, so this isn't ultra seven, <laughs> this is chief of ultra seven and you can kind of see the dark and, uh, lower half there. So I thought that was really cool that they, that they released one of those. So Max boy, just like, I mean, they don't stop, dude, they do not stop. And whether it's Subaraya, whether it's Toho and the Japanese festivals, or whether it's their captain max mythology, whether it's custom paint on other sculptors, uh, work like those guys just, they don't stop. And uh, yeah. these are three really cool releases. Really good stuff. Yeah. All, I mean, always killing it. Max Toy. Always, always killing, killing it. it. Yeah. Always killing it. Um, but yeah, that was it. So you got the pickups. Yeah, Superfest was the the big one, and um, and then that other stuff. But yeah, that's it. Jay, I want I want to show you one more toy that I picked up, and I kind of hmm. almost didn't show it because it's not really kaiju related. It's just I don't know. Uh, it is a Safubi ish figure though which okay. is why i want to show it um there's uh this instagram page called garden state kaiju okay and his whole thing is that he makes this figure and he makes it in it is a safubi type figure yep. and he makes it in all different colors and just sells basically the same figure you know just in different colorways but it is a star wars figure mm-hmm. um he does not call it yeah. what it is because you know it's uh an unlicensed thing but it's this uh oh, little yeah. it's a do-back yeah it's a do-back but he calls it like a mud something <laughs> um but yeah i i've been looking at this for a while and have wanted it that looks um, great and yeah it's just it's like a little safubi version of of a do-back uh, I love that. this was also a gift from Jess. She knows that I've been wanting it for a while, but, uh, yeah, I just figured we show him off because it is. Yeah, that totally counts. It's, it's definitely a little Safubi guy there. That's really cool. Yeah. That's amazing that that's just some guy on Instagram selling. Yeah. Stuff. He does them in all different colorways, does conventions and stuff, but I, 
wanted that classic green. But, uh, you, you know what else we forgot to talk about, Jake? I just remembering when you were talking about your Godzilla Land stuff, and I kept on thinking like cute kaiju stuff. We got to yeah. talk like also dropped since the last time we spoke. Um, the latest animation short yes. from uh, Quasi Studio or Quasies. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I was going to bring that. I was going to yeah. bring that up before we moved on to Whale yeah. God. Yeah, um, I'd seen I'd seen Matt Frank post mm-hmm. some. He did some artwork for it. He okay. did like he did like some fan art for the okay. new short, and he was like, "Hey, this came out hours ago, and it's the best thing I've ever seen." And I've yeah. seen like all these other Godzilla pages posting like, "Hey." Want to go cry over a 13 minute short with zero words in it? Watch this. And I'm like, what? And I, I, dude, I watched it. I was like, what the fuck? And then I sent it mm-hmm. to you. And then I made Jess watch it with me again. I was like, Jess, we have to watch this. And, and I, I was like, Jess, let me give you a little bit of backstory on what happened to Rodan's parents for, you know, I was like, I was like yeah. let me, or I was like, let me give you the rundown of the first Rodan movie because you're going to need that. Yes. Uh, you yes. need to know the tragedy of Rodan before you watch this. So I'm like explaining the original Rodan film. And uh, she's like, oh, cool. That's awful. You know? yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and then one kills itself. Um, but yeah, so he put this short out. What, what's it called? It's Rod- uh, Rodan's uh, Egg, right? Rodan's Egg. And it is a 13 minute short of Rodan being very excited that the uh, its egg is hatching soon. And he's like going around the island showing his, you know, egg off and like taking notes. And it's so cool and it's cute and it is so well done. And then, you know, stuff happens. Um, fucking Manda. I, yeah, <laughs> fucking Manda. Hey, I love this. It's funny. It's like soup. All the, all the kaiju are drawn so well. Yeah. It's amazing. I love, I literally watched it twice in one day and I was like, I'm crying over this. It is so good. Now I know we reviewed the other two on a previous episode, um, the Gigan and Megalon um, kind of hangout one, and then the one yes. that's more focused on on Little Godzilla or Baby Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I so I think the Megalon and Gigan one is still the funniest, but I actually mm-hmm. think this one was is the best of the three all yeah. around. Just like well done, I think this was the best from from music to enough humor, but also like it really. I mean, it is it is an emotional little. Piece of yeah. animation, they do a great job, and and you can tell that the that they love their gods. I mean, I love like just the little the little nuggets. Like one of the houses, like the neighbor was G Condor, and things like that. Yeah, just, like, there was a giant Condor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I love uh, that. I love I love the little stuff. Like you know, Batra kicks the door open, and it says like "Kill a human" or something. Yeah. There's like a a poster for destroy humans or some shit like that. And I, oh, I love when they go to Mothra's house and there's the newspaper clipping and it's like Mothra with her arm around Rodan, you know, and I'm just like, oh my God, there's tons of that great stuff in there. Well, um, and I know you, for those that watch Twangzadi and and YHS know that you are a notorious hater of intermissions, but I will tell you. The intermissions here are really good. You get some backstories on some of the other kaiju that sure. are heavily featured. <laughs> I'll allow intermissions here. I loved it. Yeah, no, that that was great. It was cute. It was just like a good way to throw in more. Yeah, it was just a good way to throw in more. Yeah, hundred percent. No, yeah, it's, it, they're, they're, they're that team is so talented. Yep. Writing, animating, everything. Um, I hope that we continue to get uh, tons of this stuff into Hoda and shut them down. 
I do too. I they <laughs> give them a show. Some yes. Toho should hire them and yeah. and just let them. Don't change a thing. Just yeah. the only thing you change is I want one once a week. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly right. Just make put them work. out all the time. <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. But go cool. watch the other ones too. Like that's like if you put them all together, that's like forty five minutes of yeah. like really. It's almost awesome a movie. Godzilla it's like a movie. Yeah. yeah, go watch that shit. Um, I want to get it on VHS. Uh, all right, let's do this, Jay. We're gonna talk about we watched this movie called The Whale God. The Whale watched God. mine today. Did you watch yours today? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Watched it yep. today. So- watched it this morning. Took the day off work. Not not just to watch this, but I took. I do it every Wednesday. It's like it's like hey, boss. Well, God day. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch Well, God. No, it's slow at work right now. I had a couple other things I had to do, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna take it off. Uh, so I took it off. Slept in. Got up and made some coffee. Watched the Whale God. Now this is the this is a SRS Cinema mm-hmm. release. It is the first time uh, this movie is released in North America. Um, I don't know what the release was like anywhere else or in Japan or, or, or anything. I mean, I'd, I'd I mean, never heard of it. I'd never heard of it until. So, this. yeah, I mean, it's, it's die. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's brothers to Gamera and, and Dimagine and everything, but it's, um, I, I'd never seen it. I'd seen pictures and stills of the poster, uh, some of the art. And, um, it's one of those, it's always kind of like mentioned in like the, other kaiju films that not many people watch right uh, to me it's like it's probably more known than like a space monster wagmagui which srs also brought back that i'd never heard of right until until they brought it over this was one that i had i had seen i was like oh cool neat you know early 60s moby dick film right like you know that's what so i never it never really like stuck with me like i gotta find that but then when srs announced they were releasing it and then i saw that bob eggleton artwork for the cover i was like amazing yeah, I was like, okay, like this is this is something. And then and I never I guess realized that it was it was Daya that did this. So um, but yeah, it was it's the I believe the North American, the first time released in North America, like you yeah. said. I, I love that uh we have a company that's doing that right now. Yeah. SRS, I I really applaud them for all the work that they've been doing to get some of these movies out, even when the movies suck. It's still uh, I'm not saying this movie sucks, but I'm just saying like even when the movie's not your your particular taste or something it still feels special to be like well shit i got to watch i would have not been able to see that so uh yeah so i was excited for this movie especially because outside of kaiju killer animal movies are are my thing like it's 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 always been one of my favorite things movies with like you know weird uh animal stuff you know revenge animal revenge movies like it's always been my favorite thing jay you know this i don't know how much of the audience knows this but i wrote an article last year that got published on ihorror.com about the whole about this whole thing because even though that's kind of my favorite genre of movies uh i also am a big like animal rights person and Mm -hmm. and i don't like when a movie exists and we're off to kill the, the animal for no reason, which is what this movie is. Uh, Yes. Yes. I, but I, but that, but that's just like an extra layer and why I was even more interested in this movie. I've always Mm. sort of been, um, kind of like a, a light obsession with Moby Dick because it's such Mm. a weird, to me, the concept 
of people who are scared of a whale is the crazy. It's like such a weird, I'm like a whale. What do you, why? I mean, other, other than the fact that whales are big, there's zero scary things about, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, whales are the, have never killed a person ever, you know, like maybe a couple times at sea world, but that's a whole other thing. But, uh, it's just a weird, to me, a whale is a weird creature to demonize. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've always been, I've always of wombats, of, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get like, Hey, I get like alligators look like dinosaurs. You're scared yeah. of them, but yeah. it's like, why is it in our history and like our culture and in the Japanese culture yeah. that whales are, you must kill whales. But so, but, the, but I know like Moby Dick and this movie, I, I give them both a little bit of a pass because these stories were written so long ago yeah. and they are also based on cultures that relied on yeah. uh, having to kill whales basically to run their entire existence. Yes. Like I know, 100%. you know, the, you know, what, uh, they they it's like more than just the food everything they did revolved right. around um killing a whale and having it that being said this is the most dramatic movie i've ever seen. it's so fucking dramatic mm-hmm. they hate this whale so much <laughs> the whole fu- dude the entire it is so dramatic that at times i was like this is becoming silly yeah because there's like multiple characters who have these like up close monologues where they're like i will be the one to rip the heart from the beast and i'm just like it's a why are you guys so mad at this whale so today today i'm like sitting there in the kitchen the kitchen eating lunch and um i get a i get a message from you and i just look down and all it says is man they really do hate this whale." (laughs) (laughs) it's like like, (laughs) you know i always thought it was funny in moby dick like they treat moby dick like a fucking like it's satan you know like sure it's a little bit bigger than you know it's sperm whale whales are big anyway but they're like they treat moby dick like it has all it it's like it sunk a boat right yeah why does that make it evil it sunk (laughs) the boat because its other option was to die you know what i mean like this whale at the beginning of the movie kills a man but it does so with like 20 harpoons sticking out of it. It's like, I don't want to be killed. So I'm why does that it. make it? It's just self-defense. Yeah. Why does yeah. that make it like a horrible beast? The whole rest of the movie. It's, it's crazy how like, I actually like this about the movie. People are obsessed with it. Mm. People are obsessed with this whale so much that it like infiltrates everybody's lives. You yeah. only see the whale at the very beginning and the very end. Yep. The whole rest of the movie is like the drama of the village yep. and uh, you know, the bad people and the guy who's trying to do good, but everybody wants to be the one to kill the whale. Um, there's some tough stuff. There's like a pretty horrific yep. rape scene in this movie, yep. um, which I was not uh, expecting not or prepared for. Like even when he just like, he, he hits this girl a couple times <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? Yep. Um, it's a pretty, I mean, when I say it's dramatic, it is fucking there, dramatic there's a, from the very f- opening credits to the very end. 
it is the every scene is packed with as much emotion as those actors and the scenes can do. I'm not saying it's yeah. it's all warranted or whatever, but like there's not a moment there that's not like like heavy and like there's just a lot, right? Um, <laughs> I think I think the biggest thing about this film and and I, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking of this question that you know for you is like the the well. You're right. It how they do it now is the well is just the well and it yeah. does nothing wrong. It's just trying to survive, but it, it's kind of a commentary on how obsessed this community and these people are with it and how this well, th this human craziness and fascination and, and uh, obsession, how much just shit that causes and the ripple effects and stuff within the community. Had they just made the well a, a, a true killer well, a monster, like a killer, like a, like he's mad like for a, some reason and just, it's, yeah, terrorizing their village. Yeah. Then it's a monster movie. And like, it's a little different. Yeah. It's totally different. Like all the whale. There is never a scene where the whale's not running away. It's running right. away the whole it's never right. an aggressor in this movie. It never breaks a boat. I mean, it kills a man, but it doesn't actually kill the man. The man gets <laughs> caught up in the ropes and drowns. And drowns. Like the whale didn't eat him or eat anything. anything. No. Yeah, no. It's always anytime you see the whale in this movie, it's trying, it's running away. Yeah. It's never coming at you. Yeah, and that's and I think that right there you mentioned that I think that is why I I think was this movie works uh, really well is because I don't if you view this through the lens of a of a monster movie or, an, or like a monster like a, a a large animal attacks animal movie it, it's it's the wrong lens to look at it through this is really truly a commentary on humans and obsession and how yeah. it can destroy their personal lives and everything. And the, unfortunately, like, yeah, a whale, a, a, a totally innocent animal has to die, but because it does something, just it's trying to live. It's nothing, you know, never the aggressor. It's still the humans, the villagers still get so crazy and obsessed and call it the devil because yeah. they can't control it. Right. They right. can't beat it. So therefore it has to be evil. I, I think that's why the film though not like a kaiju movie, not a giant animal attacks movie, as a movie commentary on, on kind of the, the human element there, I think it really works, and it works because the animal is so innocent. It's always going away. It almost, like, I don't know what species of whale that is, but, like, I mean, it, it, it does look like it's always, like, happy and jovial and, like, or, or at worst, like, confused. Like, why are you guys trying to kill me with harpoons here? Like, I just think that and how they brutally attack it like it just i don't know i think uh, it is brutal really well. i think let me try to look up um i just want to see a picture here i it looks like a like a humpback whale yeah and i'm not even sure those are the kind of whales that they you know it, it used for whaling but there is like it's weird it's almost weird because it's a right well. I just a right well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. North Pacific right well. Do you know what year this movie? 62. Six, okay, so this was made in 62. I don't know the history of when whaling yeah. you know, stopped or mm -hmm. or I don't know any of that. Um I know there are places that still yeah. like to do it. Uh but I don't know when it was a more socially acceptable thing, but mm -hmm. I imagine in 62 when this movie came out, there were less people 
much less people are watching it being like, oh, poor whale. They're like, oh, no, it's whaling. This is just what we do. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. But the movie is almost made. It almost feels like a movie that's made today with the point of showing you how fucked up whaling is because there is, there's also a scene like halfway through the movie. uh, It might be earlier, but there's a scene where they, they really close up and, and show attention to what the villagers are doing with the whale meat and it shows them processing a dead whale. And I mean, it's all fake, you know, but it is like really full frame. Here's somebody cutting up some meat. Here's the process Mm -hmm. of doing this. And it feels like they're showing you that to show you how crazy that is. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel good. It feels like, Oh, this village it's very off-putting, yeah. The village is the monster here. You know, 100%. like these people yeah. are like lost their minds in oh, yeah. in this pursuit of the oh, whales. Yeah. It does not feel it doesn't it no I know that they do it because that's what they have to do to live, but it does not feel that way. No, it, no, I, I think and I think I think you're right. I think it feels like it's a modern movie because they don't it, they use that as an they almost say, like, this is our excuse to keep whaling, is because we have to keep this alive, but but no, it's it's the the pride and the arrogance towards nature and like the the obsession with things that like whatever. And, and I love and we, reason I feel it's all intentional is you have the one character that I thought was this to me, like maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I thought this was wonderful. The his sister, Shaki's sister, the younger sister, her boyfriend who was like, you know, his family had been killed by a well, but he's like. No, I'm going to Nagasaki to become a doctor because there are more important things in life. Like, yeah. I don't, you don't have to stay on this. You don't have to stay here and yeah. To live off of a whale. And then also like you're arrogant and stuff. And then I thought, I thought Wait, that's great. He's a great character. But in the very end, when, um, you know, when he's in the box, in the coffin yeah. and he's not dying, but not quite yet, not yet. You know, um, <laughs> when the village elder um, played beautifully by Takashi Shimura, you know, Dr. Uh, um, yep. Yamane, um, him and his daughter are there and they work with there. No, no, you're going to be fine. The doctor from Nagasaki is coming, but he never comes. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. he might, but he might be too late. But like, I love, that was a great tie into that. It's like, no, like he, it is his way of life is the right way. He's not going to come and save you. I just thought that was beautifully done by, um, by the, the story and stuff. So I thought that was, that was a really cool character, a minor character that just really hammered home the fact that like everything that you're doing, the whaling, the trying to justify it with this is what sustains us, the um, uh, the crazy obsession over nothing, the continued obsession, like I said, the total arrogance towards nature. It it all to me like it just hits. Like I feel like yeah. it, it like it just all kind of fits in there, um, and uh, and is just totally kind of you're shown the opposite thereby with the, with the doctor or the, the guy that's going to be the doctor. Um, I just thought it's, it's just all well done and intentional. Yeah. I thought, I thought so too. And there's, you know, Oh man, well, there's a te- there's a technical thing that I think works against the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's that the whale never looks big to me. It yeah. looks little. And yeah. I mean, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a practical creature, yeah. but anytime you see it, most of the time there's nothing else in the frame. It's just the whale in the water. 
and you can tell the water the water is moving like water in a bathtub. Yeah. You know, it's there's not a, there's some there have to be some pretty big waves. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, big it, big. the water is moving unnaturally for how big the whale should be. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the whale never really comes across as being monster. It doesn't even come across to me as being like to me, I'm like, that's 10 feet long. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I'm looking at yeah. it, I'm like it's as long as the boat. It's not even that big. You know, Um, the only times it ever is kind of big is towards the end when they're on top of it and you, and it's a full size creature with a human on it. Yeah, Yeah, dude, they, they're the end of this movie. They get on this whale and they're just stabbing it. And there's like blood (laughs) pouring gushing out of it yeah they're like digging around this fucking movie's in black and white 1962 whatever and i'm like this is why is this so bloody for for a movie like this the whales like crying i was like this i hate this um i especially hate the end of the movie where they cut the whale's head off and it's just laying on the beach and i'm just like what the fuck i was like this movie's fucked up dude i am i'm glad i saw it Uh, i i think it's well done it is well acted (laughs) it is it's well done it's well done (laughs) it i i i i think this is much better than a lot of the movies that the random movies that were just like oh here's a hidden here's a lost kaiju film let's watch it um i i was you know it had my intention my attention the entire time yeah I would never watch this movie again. I'm glad I own it and it's going to go on my list with the other whale movies mm-hmm. that I'm glad I've seen, but I will never watch again. Like Orca. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it will, it it's just like Orca. It is mm-hmm. so weird. It's the same kind of thing. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I don't think I like the ending. I like it's wi- man. There's some weird stuff. So you, yeah. you have, you kind of have a main, villain who also wants to be the guy to, that catches the whale issue yeah yeah and he he rapes this girl mm-hmm. she has his baby and then your main uh good guy decides to marry her what was what was his Shockey. name Shockey. Shockey. he he decides to marry her and take care of the baby and he knows that the the other guy is the one who raped her and then in the end he's like hey i want you to forgive him you know yeah. and it's like yeah. it's like a weird like so like, on oh, that one, so, what? So on that one, so like I, 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 the reason I think I probably like this movie more than you, and, and it has, I'm not saying it's one I'm going to rewatch a lot, but I could, I could rewatch it. Is I, I'm fully, I'm fully built into like the the whale is the good guy, and everybody else is the bad guy, like you said, right? Yeah. So like to me, Shocky, who is you know, not as terrible as Kishu. He's not like a violent, he doesn't rape people and stuff like that. Sure. But like he's, he's crazy because he's so obsessed. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, like I said, I, I think this was done really well. It's like he becomes, uh, he, he adopts the baby and says, I, I and lies so she can, you know, whatever. So she saves face and it's like, it's my kid and whatever. Yeah. Even though he knows it's not, not because, he cares for the kid, but because in case he dies, he has somebody else that can now, you know, somebody that will go after and kill the well God. Um, and so it's yeah. all selfish. So like all of his heroic noble moments to me still are very selfish. They're still, um, yeah. and, and I think, and I think here's how I justify the, the, the rape, not the rape scene, the, um, forgiving just, that guy. Yeah. The give uh, telling shocky, telling his wife, um, I, or whatever to forgive Kishu for raping her. 
because he because he sacrificed himself to help uh, to help Shaki kill the whale. I think it's because he's crazy. I think it's because his his mind is so obsessed that this guy helping him kill a whale is good enough grounds for forgiveness for raping his wife. Like yeah. to me, I think I think that it's you could easily chalk it up to oh, it's it's a movie made in 1960s. They they didn't read into that too much. But like I really think like to me, I in my own head canon made it where it's like it's just another thing highlighting how crazy and ridiculous these villagers are and obsessed with this well that their their logic and reason because the well's attached to it because he's forgiving him because kishu went first to weaken the well so he could kill it kill it that you should forgive him for for the the wife should forgive him for the uh, yeah and i just Um, but there there is no part of me that believes that that character was purposefully trying to help him kill oh, the whale. Yeah. Like oh, the whole, the whole movie, <laughs> the whole movie, everybody, not just these two characters, everybody in the village are like, I'm going to be the one yeah. to cut the whale's head off. Yeah. I will be the one. You're not buying gonna, it's like a thing. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, he doesn't go out there because he's trying to help. He's trying, he's going out there. So he's the one who kills yeah. the whale. He is trying to kill the whale. Yeah. He's not trying to weaken it for the next guy. He wants the yeah. thing. So yeah, it was weird. Um, but the weird little speech at the end where he's like, I I am now the whale guy. I've become the whale. And you see a whale swim off, you know. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. happening here? See, that's that part, that little piece, like it took a that was the uh, oddly enough, was one of the pieces I didn't like for because I I didn't I didn't want it to feel like he did all this terrible stuff, to this innocent animal and got obsessed with it. And now he gets to become this innocent animal. Right. Um, to and, be and I, the so next hunt. But the yeah. way I see it is it's oh, almost, yeah. it, it feels like tales from the crypt to me. It feels yeah. like it's his curse that now he is the whale and he's I, going to have gotta, the same thing happen to him. I did that by his son, probably, yeah. you know, um, the other reason, Jake, I don't know if you caught this. I that I I really felt like I give this movie um, some credit on some of these more ab- abstract concepts and some of the stuff that might come across as being crass or or like like actually that was done intentionally. Was I really liked that? Like you know, for the most part, all these the women characters are traditionally played in that kind of that traditional role of not only of, of the time of the the film was made, but also the time when the film was supposed to take place. Um, the the daughter of uh, Takeshi Shimura, the village elder um, Toyo, yeah. how she has that little moment where she basically says like, "No, I don't love you. I didn't. I, I don't. I'm mad at my dad for doing this." And having that kind of like small, though small, still pretty powerful and poignant moment where she's basically saying like, "Even though I'm a woman, like I shouldn't be forced to do stuff. I, yeah. I'm I'm against it." Now she went ahead and was going to do it, she's but she still it. like at least spoke her mind to some degree. I thought that was really cool and kind of a little bit of a nice like moment uh, to sh- like I said, I, I really think that the people that put this together had something to say now whether it was done in a in a clean and way where everybody can kind of digest it i don't know or was a little too abstract but i thought that um i thought that was that was a really cool moment yeah i i also uh specifically the first time you meet her in Mm -hmm. in the in the little house you know Mm -hmm. um i thought it was shot really well and i think i think a lot of the movies shot well but i i specifically those moments i was like oh this is all done 
you know, purposefully. Like these mm-hmm. shots are, these were thought out and it was really nice looking. So yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I think it was, it's, it's a good movie, especially for the time. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, me, me saying it's brutal and kind of gross. It is brutal and kind of yeah. gross and it, and it does make you feel bad, but also, but also like, it's 1962. The whale looks like paper mache. So like, even when it's a, even when it's a severed whale head yeah. up on the beach and he's just talking to it in his coffin, uh, it <laughs> looks like that, a but, fucking, it looks think about that. You, yeah. You, yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, I watched a movie where there's a guy dying in his coffin, talking to a severed whale head on the beach. Like, yeah, that is something worth watching. Right there. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Don't, don't let me say that it's brutal and gross take you off of it because it is, but it's black and white and very fake looking. It, it, no, it doesn't look real or anything. It's not like some of these other. No, 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 no. But, but I, I really do. Like I said, I, 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 like I said, I liked it probably a little bit more than you, but I, I really, I thought, I thought there was just a lot of like that raw emotion throughout the whole thing. And, and uh, once again, whether it's warranted or whatever, like it just, it is, it is like, it kind of like when you're done watching it and it's only an hour and 40 minutes or something yeah. like you like kind of have to take a deep breath. It kind of t- made me tired. Like it, it was did. a lot. It, it, it felt lot long. It felt longer than that to me. Yeah. And, and usually that's a bad thing when a movie feels long. Um, and it's not, but it didn't, I don't know. It didn't feel long in a bad way. I didn't get done. And I was like, Oh, finally, it was just like, that was heavy. It felt yeah. like I, I literally had to do something calming afterwards and yeah. just be like, all right, let me, let me chill out and play animal crossing or something because <laughs> it just, you it was heavy. You know what else helped that though? That helped the whole emotional thing and being heavy is how about that score by Akira Ufukube? I mean, Ufukube yeah. score to it. I mean, scores that's scores great. And also, I don't know if you looked at any of the uh, special features. Did you look at any of the special features on here? I did not. No. So there's not a ton, but there are two. Uh, I'll call one of them an essay. The other one is just like a two-page thing. But there is a thing on the special features called whales and Godzilla. And it is, it is just like a little article that is kind of like the similarities between Mm -hmm. uh, whales and Godzilla in, you know, Japanese tradition and uh, the, the, the similarities between like Moby Dick and the Mm -hmm. original 54 Godzilla and stuff like that. And it, it had some interesting stuff in it. And then there's another, um, essay on there that's just about uh whales and japanese culture and you know cults and everything else. yeah and why you know the the whaling stuff and and uh and about how they used to think whales were uh you know yokai that were you know possessed of dead people you know just like weird stuff like like you yeah. know some stuff that really gives you a little more insight of the the people yeah. and the culture and, and how they can, yeah. what they used to consider, you know, whales and stuff. So I thought all that was interesting and it's on yeah. there and you just, you just flip through it and read it. You know, it's just like, it's literally, you're just reading an essay on your TV. It's not, not like a produced mm-hmm. special feature. It's just like somebody wrote an essay and they put it on the DVD. <laughs> um, but I thought that stuff was cool. I wasn't expecting to see that kind of thing on there. So uh, yeah, that was cool, man. I, I, I just have such a weird, I just have such a weird, very specific like relationship with these kind of movies yeah. where I love them mm-hmm. 
but it's like there are certain things that I think justify the slaughter of an animal. Yeah. Uh, especially in movies like this. And I don't think this movie no. has any of the, there's Z, you know, there's like almost zero of that justification for me when I watch this movie, you know, there are other movies about killer whales or shit yeah. that I'll watch. And I'm like, I don't care. You know, I don't care that they kill the shark at the end of jaws because it's yeah. fucking, it, that's a monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this was just a whale just trying to live its life. So I, I do have like weird, feelings i'm like getting towards the end of the movie and i'm like oh this is gonna be one of those kind of endings uh but i but i think everybody should watch it i think it's my favorite of the srs movies that i've yeah, bought I you know of all the movies yeah. i've bought from srs i think it's a well done movie um i'm glad i'm glad i own it i'm glad we did a, an episode of it i was excited for you know i'd been waiting on this one for a while i had like forgotten that i pre-ordered it because i feel like that was a while back when they yeah when they released it. So yeah, I, I think anybody's listening, check it out. You know, it's, Please. it's definitely worth a watch. I, the only thing that kind of, you know, SRS, their, their next thing that they're going to have to do is they're going to have to start a streaming service. I know, right? have to do a $5 a month streaming service yeah. and they can put all these movies on it because you have to buy the movie. It's like the yeah. only way none of the movies that they have are, you have to either own the movie. Yep. Or borrow it from somebody who does. So um, I'm rambling at this point. Jay, you got anything else on this movie? I don't. I was uh, I'm really excited. We got to watch it. And uh, and I can't wait for the next kind of film that neither of us have ever seen before. Yeah. It's always fun when we yeah. get to do one that like we're, we're going in there like totally cold. Right. And, uh, and there's not that many, you know, in, in the world of Kaiju that we both uh, haven't seen. And um, yeah. and so I uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about whatever whatever comes out next. Yeah, same. Uh, I think we're. I'm sure we're going to end up doing that that great Buddha arrival. Oh yeah, that's a movie that like kind of looks silly, but there's a trailer in front of this, and I could not believe how many yeah. you know well known names were were in this movie. I was like. Yeah. Whoa! What? I was well, like the, the original Takarada's in this movie. <laughs> well, the yeah. original the original one is so like famous in the sense that uh, you know because it was one of the more famous lost films, right? Yeah. Uh, and so they've have you see, everybody's seen the screenshots of the old the one from whatever years that was the forties, thirties, forties, whatever that was. So I I'm sure like you know if they did uh, if they did one of the Lost Kong Japan remakes or something that they, they would uh, they would probably get some, some people to to join in uh yeah. but yeah it, it's crazy the cast that they ha they got for that but um i i've heard um yeah i yes i'm 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 looking forward to that one but i i don't have high hopes same i to me i'm I, it's like you can look at it and i'm like oh this is going to be a movie that might be dumb and we might be like oh but you're also going to be like, whoa, he, she's in this movie. He's in it. Like, what is this person doing here? Like, I think it's going to, we're going to have fun watching it. Speaking of SRS. And, and when you said, when uh, we we're talking about the, the lost film, um, did you, did you see their movie um, also done in that same kind of more lower budget? Uh, the Nezera 1964, the one that's uh, it's, it's about, the film about the giant rats it's it's a the kind of the story of them making it uh, uh but it made but it's all fictional but um it's uh yeah i mean which is which is a true it really was a move, movie that was tried to get made or i don't know if it ever did um but srs did a different take where it's like 
I think the story of them trying to make this failed movie and like, you know, like right. they're, I mean, like rats started eating each other on the set and oh. like trying to, they had to do it with like live rats and stuff. And, um, <laughs> um, but anyway, that, that's another one we have to put on the list too. Cause I haven't okay. seen it. They always screen it at G fest, um, yeah. in one of the rooms and cause SRS is kind enough to, to loan a lot of their films out for that. But I, uh, I have not, that's one I haven't seen when you mentioned the great Buddha arrival remake. Um, yeah. I, that made me think of that one, but that's one I haven't seen. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of what other trailers were on there. There was the trailer for, uh, <laughs> God Raiga versus King Oga, which uh, the worst. I mean, <laughs> I, the first one doesn't bother me. The, the was it Rago of the Raiga, I don't yeah. like. Uh, and then then King Raiga or King Oga and God Raiga or whatever. The the yeah, third one is is truly unwatchable for me. Yeah. That's when it, that's when you get from like indie low budget comedy kaiju. I'm mm-hmm. fine with, but then when you cross a certain line and it's just like it goes from like charming and like silly and goofy and fun to like to like yeah. mono skins of fate where it's not fun nor yeah. enjoyable even though it's and it's just bad that's where that third one gets for me it's, it's hard watch there was also a trailer for oh excuse me oh man i don't know if people realize that it's like uh we record this it's midnight uh yeah. at my time um they uh there was another trailer for i forget what it is called but it's like the seafood one with the oh yeah the, the two big squid in uh, the uh, what is it a uh, monster seafood wars or whatever that one is that yeah. that looks very low budget and silly but i really like the kaiju i think the yeah. kaiju are very fun 100%. and they look really good the, there's like a crab kaiju and mm-hmm. i'm like this looks yeah that could be put that in an ultra like that's better than ultraman stuff you know that yeah. looks good. <laughs> so, yeah uh, yeah that's one yeah. That we should watch that one too um, i'll watch that one for sure yeah we're just like we're like totally going through our uh, next few episodes. <laughs> we just gotta give SRS all our money. Hey, the thing that th- this isn't an actual complaint, but anytime I order from SRS, they fucking get me, man, because they also sell all the movies on VHS. Yes. And when I bought this, I wanted it on VHS, but then I'm like, yeah, but I want a like good Blu-ray. Yeah copy to watch for the first time if it's a movie i know like when i bought how beyond the fog i bought that on vhs and on blu-ray because i knew i just i was like i know that this is a movie i'm gonna want and and, um you know it's just like i want to get all the vhs but it's like it's so expensive when you get both and i'm just like oh so i did just get the blu-ray but but i like that they do that so um don't ever stop. Jay, you got anything else? Uh, anything else you want to talk I about? I got nothing, man. I'm just right, sitting here enjoying my uh, my Pachi King out there. It's going to be my, I my shoulder. That. Yeah, it's beautiful. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Um, and uh, hey, we'll see you guys next time. Adios.